Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast starts now, huh? You are listening to the most delicious podcast on this side of Timbuktu. I'm, of course, referring to Stradia Lab. Welcome, hunties. <laughs> hunties and queens. Um, well, George, did you have a gorgeous um, Thanksgiving with uh, the listeners are begging to know, did you come out to Matthew's parents? <laughs> Wait. Okay, I just watched um, that lesbian Christmas movie. How was it? It was awful. Um, you're, of course, referring to The Happiest Season starring happiest Kristen Stewart. Happiest Season starring Kristen Stewart. <laughs> and so you, does this is this a notch against Kristen Stewart then? No, because I actually think she was fine. I truly <sighs> think that everyone in that movie was doing what they could do with the material. So then who is to blame? I mean, Clea Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is it? It was that? a movie that was like written by an algorithm that was trained on other Christmas movies. When you try to figure out what was wrong with it, you can't pinpoint anything because the, all the tropes were there. All that, like, there were like three sisters, and one of them was the perfectionist, and one of them was like the fuck up, and one of them was like the main character, and they had a rivalry. And the, I feel like the premise is like a good premise for a gay 
middlebrow Christmas movie. And all the actors are like exactly who you would want in the roles. And it just like completely fell flat to me. Well, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that this is just uh, your anti-lesbian bias coming through. Thank you. Clearly, so you can't watch a film starring lesbians, written by lesbians and directed by lesbians. And my whole showing. thing was, why weren't they men? <laughs> yeah, which I found that note to be so offensive. It was that was and my review was not published anywhere, but I'm still pitching it. And I think the window <laughs> is still there, like maybe a vulture or, um, you know, a, a you know, a BuzzFeed um could could or otherwise you know i'll go directly to substack to my followers um well as someone that has not seen this film should i watch it like i it's like one of those things like a tiger king or something where i'm like i think i'm supposed to watch this because people are watching it and talking about it let me say something that's how i feel about emily in paris and the queen's gambit and i have not and i have no desire to see either of those Here's what I will say. You're going to want to hit play on Emily in Paris. You are obsessed (laughs) with Emily in Paris. No, it's insane. It's like, it's it's worth watching because it's so dark. It really shows like um, how rotten our souls are as a a society. It's it's like extremely pro-capitalism in a way that is like, you got to check it out. Like she walks around France just being like, art? No. It's called making money. Like, <laughs> it's really worth seeing, um, just without any charm at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, charm is very um, on its way out, I would say, just cons- just seeing what's on offer. Um, can I tell you something that happened to me that was pretty traumatic? You can tell me. I do want to at some point discuss, okay. like, the Netflix industrial complex. Like, what is... Like, is are things just going to get worse and worse and worse until Netflix is just like kind of a goose, like burping? <laughs> I mean, I think you've written your your sci-fi masterpiece. It's already been picked up. <laughs> there it is. So um, tell me what's depressing you. Well, I got I got soft canceled this weekend. Oh, that's right. I um, tweeted, I watched um, Lord of the Rings as right. I am wont to do. Do you watch it multiple times a year or a month? (laughs) Well, you know, it's a great story of um, the little guys that could. And I tweeted about, I said, like, when Samwise is straight at the end of Lord of the Rings, uh, it's like, okay, M. Night Shyamalan. Hilarious. hilarious, um, Chart topping. We're going viral. We're getting huge numbers. Yes. Um, You're also doing the classic thing, which is you are combining two different cultural references, which is the most sophisticated possible. <laughs> way to make yeah. I'm taking two things and combining them, aka comedy. Um, and making it LGBTQ, aka comedy. Right. Um, and then uh, I got told over and over and over that Samwise is canonically bi and that I am erasing uh, Samwise Gamgee's bisexuality and polyamory. Mm. Uh, which, <laughs> on one hand, sure, correct, of course, um, yeah, he, yeah, he could be bisexual, but you know, I feel like the Tolkien estate. Uh, I don't know if they would agree with that uh, reading, <laughs> and it well, left me feeling insane. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you going to do to listen and learn moving forward? <laughs> I think going forward, I. Well, first, I'm definitely, in order to listen and learn, I'm going to start listening. Right. And well, you have to learn to listen. 
I'm going to learn to listen, and I'm going to listen in order to learn. It's a real chicken and egg. (laughs) And I'm not sure which one to do first, but I am sure that I'm going to be doing both at the same time, and yet uh, working on doing neither um, in order to uh, do both. I think often when we do something that uh, maybe offends people or maybe um, causes us to kind of take a step back, the most difficult thing is to decide whether you want to first learn or listen. <laughs> and well, often people are caught really in a spiral and kind of experience a sense of paralysis, and they it can take years. Well, you're at a fork in the road, a, a real classic, uh, which way do I go first? You yes. Know? On the one hand, there's listening. That's an awesome tool. On the other hand, there's learning, which is so important. Absolutely. But and then you realize, oh, my God, I'm making that mistake again of thinking in binaries. <laughs> I literally and I'm doing it again. I OK. And all then, those people then go and you tweet, you know, I'm so sorry, guys, I'm trying to listen and learn, but it's impossible for me to decide which one I'm going to do. And then those same bisexual keyboard warriors <laughs> prop back up and say, um, canonically, you do both. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it was, I actually, like, I did feel bad. It was like weird. I was like, really? Yeah, I actually did feel bad. Cause I'll, I don't want to be like, that like, <laughs> yeah, introspection is tough and it hurts. Um, cause I've, you know, the, like, I don't want to be like, you know, 20 years down the road and be like, like somebody calls me out and then I'm like, triggered. Like, no, I don't want to be no, like, <laughs> I, absolutely, no, 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 no. I, I don't think. I have nothing but love and respect uh, for people calling you out for erasing Samwise's bisexuality. (laughs) I think those people are, in fact, our most important and necessary cultural critics. And without them, we wouldn't have an Emily in Paris. (laughs) That's a really good point. (sighs) Also, okay. It is a funny twist in the film Lord of the Rings, how it's so romantic, they're so in love, and then he's like, I just want to get back to this woman that I haven't mentioned until now. It feels like a funny and weird twist. You know, here's the dark truth about all this. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings since I watched it with my dad in theaters in 20... 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Well... So I don't... Who is the woman at the end that Frodo goes back to? Her name is Rosie, and uh, according to the books, which uh, people sent me passages over and over and over, oh, wow. um, uh, so Samwise actually marries her, but then they live in Frodo's house, uh, oh. which implies uh, to their reading that he is, therefore, Polly. Well, here's the question. <laughs> did your tweet contain the word straight? I did. I said... Okay. Uh, when- that's where you... That's. That's where it's tricky because an action doesn't imply an identity immediately. You know, just because I totally eat fish doesn't mean I'm a pescatarian. Mm-hmm. And so I think the tweet would have still worked if you had said when at the end he ends up with a woman. Yes. And, and I think and in that I, sense, I kind of agree that you shouldn't have a career. <laughs> Well, I'm listening, and um, firstly and foremostly, I'm learning. And once again, it's like you have to choose between one or the two. You can't wrap your brain around the idea that two things can be possible at the same time. Oh, my God. You know, someone who does transcend labels and identity is our next guest. Um, wow, what a beautiful, touching intro. This mm-hmm. is kind of a new tone for our podcast. Um, please welcome to the mic. Julio Torres. Can I talk now? 
Yeah. Yeah, Hi. I was so worried you were going to say a credit. In in this podcast, canonically, to quote (laughs) Twitter bisexuals, we don't mention, we don't say any credits when we introduce our guests. Sometimes people, in fact, ask us to, can you please say this show that I created and starred in called HBO's Girls? And then we say, no, Lena. And also, you're not invited to the Zoom. Sure. No, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I celebrate the decision and I, and I stand behind it. Now, Julio, let's get the elephant in the room yes. front and center and give it a big slap on its giant ass. This is not the first time we're doing this. This is not, the first, <laughs> this is not the first time we're doing this. No. You know, Julio, from your perspective, what happened last time we did this? Well, from my perspective, <laughs> uh, you asked me to do your podcast. Correct. And then I did. And then I was a little um, caught off guard by uh, the degree of technical proficiency I would need to have (laughs) (laughs) in order to do your podcast. So then there were a lot of um, a lot of unforeseen uh, uh, technical requirements. Uh, uh-huh. made of uh-huh. me to record this podcast uh remotely via via <laughs> via zoom uh and amongst a lot of bumps in the road that included uh me stopping the recording and restarting it i can't remember why yeah uh uh mm-hmm. stuff not working eventually uh my computer started running out of battery <laughs> Right. Uh, and due to the way that the new computers are designed, uh, it was either plugging it or uh, uh, getting rid of the mic. Right. And you <laughs> said that getting rid of the mic was unfortunately not an option for the podcast. So um, the computer died. And uh, that, that, um, uh, that interview was rendered uh, useless. Uh, so, so here we are again. Uh, I began uh, this podcast uh, at a 100% battery. We are down to 89% now. So uh, every wow. now and then, I will be uh, <laughs> alarming you as to where we are battery-wise. We are still at 89% and we can continue blissfully knowing that we, we have 89% left. <laughs> oh my God. I have to say, it stresses me out that we started at 100 mere minutes ago, and we are already at 89%. Well, the whole Lord of the Rings thing took uh, took like 25 minutes. I had no idea we were already racing against the clock. <laughs> we, of course we were. The second I plugged in my mic. I also want to take some things back. You, mm-hmm. some of your um, remembrances of the, of our previous uh, recording yeah. are false. Okay, eighty um, percent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. First of all, the technical proficiency needed was literally just to have your computer charged. Like that's all you needed. Oh no, it wasn't. It was that was something I was going to point out, Julio. Was part of the proficiency that threw you off, just the kind of decimal system on which, uh, you know, or the percentage mm. system on which charging is based. And I, another thing is when you gave us that. Um, uh, choice that that choice between do you want me to unplug the microphone or plug my computer in mm-hmm. a real Sophie's choice a real Sophie's say. choice mm-hmm. we said you have to unplug the mic because obviously if the computer dies the whole thing's done you, right 
and, and you just have to keep recording on your computer mic but maintain the computer's life to give us that choice 87% <laughs> this is taking down way faster than it should <laughs> oh my god um wow well i'm like ha- no ha- we can't think about it okay okay we're not going to think about it anymore. We're not going to this episode we have approximately 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I think yeah, we're as prepared as we can possibly be. Julio, do you feel more ready this time? I I feel better equipped uh uh this time. Yes. I was trying to remember what happened last time. Tech tech stuff aside, I do remember you kind of looking into each of our souls in a way that made me almost feel too vulnerable. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I remember the mood. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what was actually discussed because I feel like the technical difficulties hmm. uh, ate up uh, um, because we had to stop and restart. So I think that you guys as 86%, I think that you guys as uh, uh, en- entertainers, right, of, 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 of this podcast, you were sort of uh beginning to erode when mm-hmm. you huh. had to start and stop and start and stop and had to yeah. just uh 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 deal with those frustrations i remember doing our final segment shout outs and um it was sad bleak monotone uh truly just sort of yeah. let's get it. this over with yes yeah <laughs> um and, you know, this time we're not going to do that. No, we're, we're not, not going to do that. Already, I feel so high energy. I feel like we're, <laughs> I mean, I'm basically a pom-poms out and I'm doing a little cheer. I mean, I I think that I have a solid track record of sucking the energy out of every podcast I'm in. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, so to listeners, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, stop <laughs> and... Uh, go listen to maybe three other episodes to sort of set sure. a precedent for the anomaly that that, that this one is. <laughs> I love. Um, Don't watch the bottle episode as the first episode you see. Of you know, course, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I do love telling our listeners if you can hear this, stop. If you can stop, hear this, this is not our best. This is this not, is our, not best. our best. Stop. <laughs> this, no. is, this is the poor uh, installation of this project. Uh, yeah. Please, 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 don't stop listening. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you have a reputation for sucking the energy out of a room in podcasts? Well, uh, no one, no one has said this to me, but I, I, and I, I, and I also don't know what to compare it to because I have never listened to a podcast. But uh, it seems to me like Matt and Bowen, for example, right. it of seems course. to me like they have built uh, a reputation of being like lively and happy and joyful, yeah. uh, and uh that idea seems to uh sort of be challenged by when i i have been <laughs> podcast. the idea of joy gets challenged yeah yeah not that i am joyless but i i think that it's definitely at a at a at a at a different frequency or something so i i i definitely invite you to be yourselves uh in your own podcast yeah well it's almost like you're holding a mirror to, i already i know less 
who I am than I did. I know. I was going to say the same thing. I feel like this um, is my first time doing this. It's less that you're sucking the energy out and more that you're refracting it in a way that then I'm like, oh, God, I'm hurt. Sure. Yeah. You you make me... um, Your presence makes me question my choices. Mm. You are someone who... (laughs) It is difficult to tell... um, Sometimes you're, the tone with which you're saying something. Do you find this is true? I I understand what makes you say that. <laughs> right. Thank you. See, that's a perfect example right now. Are you mad at me? Are you going along with the bit? I don't know. I, I love I, this because it feels like a fight. I, I, I am not mad at you, and I am never uh, going along with a bit. Great. <laughs> and this reminds me of what was so interesting about the the last episode when you were on and it wasn't released, which is that it this kind of energy, we kept playing off of each other and then it turned into you <laughs> addressing first Sam and then me and kind of <laughs> essentially listing what you thought were our shortcomings as podcast hosts. <laughs> And I wasn't mad. And I wasn't mad. And you were not mad. You, you said it with, no. with love. You said it with love and I joy. Said it with love and joy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I do think, Sam, let me know if you agree. We are overdue for, we used to be way more inscrutably, dare I say, meta about making a podcast and constantly talking about the project of making a podcast rather than any other chosen topic of the day, perhaps. And I do feel like the episode with Julio perhaps uh, ate its own tail in a way, and that's why it could not be released. (laughs) It became so meta that we were forced to confront our own mortality. I mean, this episode, unpacking an unreleased episode, I think, is... is Kind of going down the same path. This is, in fact, not really a new episode, but actually behind the scenes uh, bloop. You know what am I trying? It's like like a like a talking Stradio Lab, a DVD commentary of an unreleased episode. No one has any context for except for the little clues we throw in here and there. Well, uh, I I will say that an energy I find that I often inadvertently bring into something is asking, "Why are we doing this?" Mm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and just right off the bat, I want to tell you we have no good answer to that. Okay. Yeah, I, I I do have an answer in my head, but I don't think you'll like it. Whoa. Whoa. What what's the answer? Why are we doing this? Um, to put out content <laughs> to be funny. Um, for people, mm. uh, okay. I I actually think I want to um, uh, spread my sense of humor. Weirdly. Yeah, isn't that devastating? <laughs> and I would say I have to agree with that. I would say, in fact, that is exactly the reason I'm doing it as well. That should be the uh, that should be the little like the little like tagline of the podcast. We're doing it to spread our sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the issue with having something that has no that has no object to it. Like yeah. we are not here to discuss a specific thing. We sure. very specifically don't like harping on. You know, like talking about pop culture, talking about politics. We literally just want to talk until something happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to talk about talking. We're I think only like it's truly. It's like there's no there there. We're not. <laughs> there's no goal. And we think embarrassingly that that's actually like radical. <laughs> <laughs> We think in the podcast landscape that this is actually <laughs> new and different. And I'm, 
And literally, we're not joking. And that's sure. what's the saddest part. And we genuinely... I don't think any of this is sad. We met and decided no, to joke. put all of this together. We bought microphones and we said, we're doing this to spread our sense of humor. <laughs> literally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my question, Julio, mm-hmm. um, what is your purpose for being here? My purpose for being here is a couple of friends asked me to do something. Well, that's very sweet. That's so, very uh, nice. Um, so I do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's extremely nice. Yeah. I mean, I uh, and and also also talking to you guys is uh, fun. Well, that's an add-on. You <laughs> added that a little late, but <laughs> but sure, yeah. I mean, it's fun. Julio, if you could kind of create the best possible interaction the three of us could have, <laughs> including location, context, season, topic of conversation, goal. Maybe if it's a creative project, type of creative project. If it's not, then just kind of like a, a, a general vibe. Describe it. I think that the best environment for us to be in would be uh, a, a, an environment in which hanging out with each other is safe and we can do it indoors and we are doing it in Sam's living room. Mm. That sounds fun. Yeah, That does yeah. sound fun. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, I think that you guys are talking a lot. And every now and then I'm chiming in to like add something if I choose to. Right. But then I can. Yeah. I can yeah. yeah. And we're maybe kind of blabbering on and, and, and there's no there's no shape, shape to, it. to the conversation. No, no, but then no every, time you, every time you um, say something, it's always the exact perfect thing at the right time. Yeah. And I have the liberty <laughs> to like stand up and go to the bathroom. Like. <laughs> Um, no, tune right. in, tune out. I can yes. absolutely see this moment in time, and it feels so real to me. And, yeah, me too. Um, in in my, I'm a cat-like. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sam. I'm sort of like a a, a well, I had a blank, but... in my <laughs> in in my podcast. Guest <laughs> I had a really good point, but no, I'm cat, sorry, cat make like, the point. Yeah. Make the point. Um. So, um, you. In my memory of this, uh, in my fantasy of this, you're waiting for your food to arrive also. I'm always waiting for my food to arrive. You yeah. have ordered food and you are sort of checking your phone to see when it comes. And you're, ha- you're listening, but you're, you're in two places at once because you're also in this food delivery uh, world. Yes. <laughs> Is that the point? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that no, was my point. That's and the fact that Julio wouldn't let me <laughs> speak. <laughs> that's actually a very good point. That's no, a really that's good actually, point. Sam. When, I, when I think about it, it's a very good point that in this scenario I would have ordered food. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> that is such a good point that Julio would have ordered food. Yeah, I am glad that you you got to make that point. God, I mean, now that we have made that point, and now we said it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that it's a good point; it's that it's a point, and it's sure. it's it's and it's and my point. That's enough. <laughs> and honestly. That's actually, I, that's how I, I model my life around the mantra. It's not that it's a good point. It's that it's a point. And sometimes that's enough. Sure. I, I would I would also offer that the point is more of a detail. <laughs> yes. I would say it's more of a detail than a point. <laughs> right. It's not really arguing for something. It's not it, changing it kind of no. the, the frame of reference, you know, the, no. um, the, no. the rules by which we're playing. It's simply a detail. It's like saying, um, excuse me, can I make a point? <laughs> In this memory, Sam is wearing a sweatshirt. 
Yeah, or like, oh. I, I want to make a point, and yes, it's like, um, I'm a little hungry. Right. It's it's It would be so great if, um, you know, when you were reading a novel, let's say, when someone wanted to establish some kind of detail, they first said, and if I can make a point? Yeah, yeah. So you would maybe be reading Lord of the Rings, for instance, and J.R. Tolkien would be like, and then Frodo... Uh, you know, took the ring. And if I could make a point, it was gold. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, um, as the, as they say, drag me. Um, should we do, our I first... think we should do our first segment. Uh, that's, but... that's, can I make a point? <laughs> I think we should no. do our first segment. If I can make a point, I think we should do our first segment. <laughs> that actually is a point though. Okay. I don't see the difference. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, is this this is a new segment point or detail? <laughs> Julio, do you think it is a point or detail that for Sam or I to say I think we should do our next segment? I think it's I think it's neither. I think oh. it's uh, <laughs> Once again we are imprisoned by the binary. Yeah, yeah. It's not a it's not that easy. Wow. I think it's an well, idea. I think it's a suggestion. A suggestion, suggestion. sure. One could say a suggestion is a form of point, but I digress. <laughs> sure. Wow, we are really unpacking language today. And speaking of language, this is our first segment in which we say words. Um, and no one uh, has described it better than that so far. Um, it's called Straight Shooters, and we're going to give you some words, and you're going to pick um, one. Just pick one, yeah. And that's all you need to know. Sam, and that's go. that's all you need to know. Sure. Okay, Julio. Charles Dickens, Emily Dickinson, or Dick Cheney? Charles Dickens. Top Gun or Top Chef? Top Gun. Uh, clam baking or manscaping? Oh, pass. <laughs> Mel B, Mel C, or Mel Gibson? Mel B. Um... Miley Cyrus has put out a rock album, or Ariana Grande has returned with a new, more mature sound? Ariana Grande has returned with a new, more mature sound. The Queen's Gambit or The King's Speech? Pass. <laughs> um, Samwise Gamgee is gay, Samwise Gamgee is bi and poly, or hobbits aren't real. Bye and Polly. Susan B. Anthony, Susan Sarandon, Susan Sontag, Susan Rice, or Shannon Sussman. Shannon Sussman. Who's that? She's an actress, Sam. The rules oh. of attraction. Exactly, the <laughs> rules of attraction. Ugh, well, what did Julio get? Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Julio, did you watch The Rules of Attraction? I did watch The Rules of Attraction. Did you watch it? Like, I watched it at a very um, impressionable age, and I actually think it had a huge impact on me. I don't think it had a huge impact on me. I remember scenes vividly. uh, Yeah, and It felt incredibly subversive, right? This is, like, coming off the heels of, like, the Donnie Darko uh, (laughs) era. Uh, I vividly remember the split screen. The split screen... Do you want to know a secret? That split screen used to be my Facebook cover photo. Wow. 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 Rough, I would say. I mean, if we're talking Facebook cover photos, I've had some bad ones. (laughs) 
<laughs> Just to give you an idea, Sam, of what we're talking about, the split screen is between Shannon Sussman, aforementioned, and James Vanderbeek. Oh, God. Um, that it's a different split screen that I remember. Oh, well, I the one I'm thinking of is it. there's a split screen and the camera in each of the halves follows both of them starting their day. So they wake up in different beds, they go take a shower, brush your teeth, whatever. Yes. And then go about their days, go about their days. And then it ends with them facing each other. So then the split, split screen becomes one screen. That's a, the, I remember a smaller, briefer split screen that came later in that movie. I remember the the uh, James Vanderbeek in his dorm room and the gay character fantasizing about hooking up with him. Oh, yes. And then sort of... Ian Somohalder. Yeah, sure. Uh, From Lost. Uh, and that was sort of, one could argue, the... Um, the parent of the 500 days of summer expectation reality split screen. Yes, absolutely. So once again, Sam, what's happening in that split screen is that <laughs> there is a gay character and he's looking at James Vanderbeek. And in one side of the split screen is like, what's happening. I think what's actually happening. And on the other side is his fantasy of James Vanderbeek, like actually having sex with him. But there was um, actually no sex. I think that like one of them took their sweater off. Oh no! And then maybe <laughs> in the he's fantasy. Like, yes, yes. Well, yeah. Wow. Which is really cool in George's culture. That is sex. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Drag me. <laughs> anyway, God. Sorry to talk about a movie you haven't seen, Sam. George, no, what did you okay. eat? What in the tin foil behind you? What did you eat? Oh, I made um, homemade spanakopitas. What's that? It's like a spinach, a savory spinach uh, pie. Is it the flaky kind? I made my own dough, yeah. Well, the one I made is less flaky than I think people would imagine. I make kind of individual size ones that are, I would say, like phallically shaped. Mm. Um, but yeah, I made my own dough and I made my own filling and it took a day and it failed and then I made it again and it succeeded. And was this a Thanksgiving thing? Well, Julio, thank you for asking. I did make it. I did attempt to make it for Thanksgiving. That was a time that failed. So I ended up bringing wine. And then the next day I made it only for myself and it succeeded. <laughs> was everyone tested at your Thanksgiving? <clears throat> I was not. I Yes, we all tested, but it wasn't a, a group. It was just me and my boyfriend and, and his parents who live in Manhattan. <laughs> um. And that, that concludes the segment of, of my podcast. <laughs> that's, you know, how my, this, that's how this, my podcast would go. That, that's a really like incredible. A <laughs> I thought you were interested in my baking and cooking. And instead, I, you actually you got wanted long, to cancel Julio. me. I, no, I, I am really not interested in anyone's baking. I thought... I knew that about you. I I thought that you got had gotten like delivery from somewhere. Oh no no no! Which I think um, you know Which comes back to my point. Best with who right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> is always thinking about that food delivery. He doesn't well, care about like, your baking, but he does care about the food delivery. Yeah. Um, I think this actually is um a weirdly natural segue into yeah. what is potentially our topic today, if we want mm -hmm. to be yeah. Who is at five percent? So we should probably <laughs> no no, yeah, no seventy one seventy one seventy one. Oh my god, not bad. I'm like it is dropping fast though. Honestly, it's a fickle. Like I have to go. I think it went from a hundred to eighty much faster than from eighty to seventy one. 
it, it drops faster when we're being um, boring. It, it slows down when we're being fun. Oh, wow. Interesting, because I would actually say the 180, we were being more fun than me describing my Spanakopita, but that's just me. <laughs> Sorry, I took a leap and I guessed. Um, <laughs> um, so we, you know, kind of forced this topic upon you um, by virtue of knowing that you uh, despise many of these things. Um, mm. We have decided on holidays for you. Uh, I would love to hear sort of your background uh, on holidays, uh, sort of your general uh, mood towards them uh, off the bat. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, which holiday specifically? Because I don't, I well, don't dislike all holidays. Well, and the, You so don't that's a dislike great... all holidays. I do so not start dislike all holidays. I, wait, just very quickly to say, I realize we, we never give any context for anything. And that's fine because, you know, we actually don't need to. Um, but I did want to say, you know, this is the part of the podcast where a guest discuss and a guest with us, we all discuss a straight topic. George, what are you doing? You're being I, you know so what I'm doing weird this? right now. I'm not being weird. I realize that some people don't understand why we discuss the topics we discuss. And I wanted to, and also people don't know what the, that it's not, that it's called, people think it's called Stratio Lab and they don't <laughs> then understand that it's about straight things. So I want to establish clearly what the parameters are. If they're listening to, set to Julio up with, for no, success. I'm upset. If they're listening to this episode right now and they're like, just now learning what this all is about that's okay. insane counterpoint <laughs> counter detail what if they're <laughs> listening because you know they are fans of julio's uh potentially he retweeted it wink wink and then they click on it and they have no idea who we are they say i want to listen to my favorite comedian julio torres uh, I, I this is very helpful because i i did not know that those were the parameters or, or the lens through which this podcast right. I mean, should be, should a be great created. example of someone who has never listened to the podcast, Julio. <laughs> or any podcast. Or any or podcast. Any podcast. Uh, Julio, what did you think the context for having a topic was? Oh, just you know, <laughs> uh, Sam and George want to talk about something? That was the initial um, <laughs> title of the podcast, actually. And I would say that's a more accurate, that's a more accurate sure. title. But we were, uh, we hired a consultant we're still, you know, we're in a lot of debt because of that. Um, but it was a consult. It was someone imagine kind of um, Catherine Hahn playing uh, like a like a, a funny version of a, uh, a of a political consultant in, let's say, Parks and Recreation. We hired that. And she said, you have to not name it. Sam and George talk about something. And she and came she up with like, awesome what is the opposite idea? of you? Think of what the opposite of you. Think of what the extreme is. And and you were like straight, okay, okay. And then that's how you landed yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, our podcast being about straight topics is like barely, you know, like I, I, I don't need to like lean on it that hard. Yes. Like, I don't feel like we need to give context to the listeners because it's like they, if they actually come here for that, they'll probably be disappointed. Well, yeah, no, I, if you I, come here, but, I mean, first of all, our podcast in general is, I would say, a study in media literacy because it's like, can you tell that advertising is fake? Like, can you read <laughs> this podcast description and know, okay, I'm smart. This is abs this does not describe what I'm about. It's like, <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's like, um, it's a way to weed out the, the, the absolute morons. 
And I was going to say uh, <laughs> that it's fine if you had had like very narrow parameters for the podcast in the first couple of episodes. And then it just sort of became about what you want to do. Um, and the only example that comes to mind of uh, something that has done this <laughs> is how um, uh, uh, Pink chose her name to be Pink. <laughs> and she started out with pink hair. But soon it was really neither here nor there whether her hair remained pink or not. That's a very good point. That is a really good point. We kind of did the opposite. We started out kooky, uh, didn't define our parameters at all, and now we're trying to retroactively make it all make sense. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other examples, much like Pink, who started with a specific idea and then it became too broad. Imagine if the show Friends, like after the first season, like they all stopped being friends and it just followed each of them in their own individual lives. I mean, well, in many the, ways, HBO's Girls feels like that. Right, because well, they were uh, actually the women by the end. wasn't new. How long she could was the new girl new. be new? You know, it wasn't yeah. that going air for like wow. a decade. Right. You know, so yeah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was not the Veep. She eventually actually became president and they didn't change the name of the show to Fred. <laughs> there you go. That's a really Another great point. great example, I would say. You know, Dunkin' Donuts, um, they sell breakfast foods and uh, bagels. Well, they abandoned donuts. They abandoned donuts. That's As, right. Uh, uh, on their name. Yeah. Yeah. KFC. Any other examples, Sam, that you want to add? Burger King. Burger King. Wait, Great. Now you're, <laughs> Sam, you're not understanding what we're doing. Sam. <laughs> Sam, no. Sam, Sam. Sam, we're not Sam, just naming fast food restaurants. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you gotta you gotta pay a little more attention to your podcast. <laughs> but Burger King, you gotta stuff more than just burgers. I don't know. I think Burger King is less like pink and more like Sam has failed this critical thinking exam hard. <laughs> this is not fair. The rules are so hard for me to fail. <laughs> Burger King does other stuff. No. <laughs> I am circling your answer in red. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to come to your office. Minus hours. ten points. And I am concerned. I am con I am concerned that after a semester you're still not understanding. It is basic basic analogies, I would say. Yes. You would not do well in the verbal section of the SAT. Not at all. Oh my god, but Burger King does other stuff. I, <laughs> That's not the point. One of the worst examples it's you can Also, a with. building, right? We were also technically listing buildings, but that's not that's not what that was. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so Julio, yeah. which holidays do you dislike? Which ones do you like? And which ones are straight test? Uh and which ones are what? Straightest? Straightest. Straightest. Uh I I like Halloween. Okay. I like New Year's. I like New Year's. Okay. Uh, um that might be it. Uh I dislike Thanksgiving and I dislike Christmas. Got it. What are your uh parameters? What makes you like or dislike a holiday? Um I don't like that uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas both have this, I think, very, uh, they are rooted in things I don't 
like to celebrate or believe in. Their their histories yeah. are rooted in things that I, I don't feel comfortable observing. And they are also observed in a way that uh, I straight up don't enjoy, meaning sitting around a table and eating. And yet you're always ordering food. So I think that's really interesting. Yeah, for, but for not one. that I'm always ordering food for one at a time where no one else is eating. I could never imagine Julio ordering and saying and looking at me and saying, "Do you want anything?" No, you I've know, done that. I have been there. I have literally been there. He just said, "I got edamame for the table." <gasps> okay, that's kind of a mini holiday. <laughs> In many ways, that's a holiday. In many ways, it's a holiday. I guess, yeah. But I don't like uh, th- Thanksgiving. Is sort of. That's different because it's new to me because I, I have only I, I've been in the US for like 10 years. So I have only ever had the uh, ability to observe it for like the last 10 years. But I, I really dislike it. Uh, yeah. And I don't and what the other thing I don't like is this sort of like, compromise like wink wink versions of it it's like no we know that that actually didn't happen in thanksgiving and no we know that history is actually was actually very unfair and more complicated than that and but we can you know it's about your friends and we can make it vegan we can make this vegan no i don't want any of it you're kind of all or nothing like since you don't believe that thanksgiving is literally about pilgrims and native americans coming together for a feast, then it has no value. To me, yeah. Sure. But you do believe in um, the virgin birth, right? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, an angel came to her uh, and and announced it. Um, That one's true, right, guys? uh, No, and I I dislike Christmas for for the same reason. And I also like... Uh, I'm realizing that both of these holidays are like uh, riddled with like clutter. There's Mm. so much like stuff. There's so much. You don't like clutter that much. I know about you. uh, Like there's just there's just so much like like pots like like pots and 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 pants and 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 uh, I hate Christmas decorations. I hate how cluttered they are. I hate all the. It's just 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 messy. I don't like it. You know I'm. I'm surprised you can't even like a Christmas decoration. I mean, I know you love a glitter, a sparkle. Uh, I was about a to shine. say, what about um, yeah? What about one of those kind of silver Christmas trees? That seems like something you would like. No, I, I guess I don't. I I don't respond to pines. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't. I, Honey, that makes one of us. <laughs> um, you said that in a tone that implies it's a double entendre, but it actually. <laughs> I think maybe you're just literally saying you like pines more than Julio. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm literally just saying I like pines. I'm tr- you know, I'm trying to inject a, a touch of fun into this. You know, I have I have a, I have an idea for injecting a touch, a touch of fun. And and feel free to shut me down completely. I have in front of me the Wikipedia page for list of national holidays in the United States. Okay. I think it would be fun to go through them and assign each of them on a on the Kinsey scale, whether they are <laughs> one heterosexual through six homosexual, okay, sure. Ready? One, one one very last thing about uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving that's sort of sort of uh, bouncing off of what you're about to do is uh, 
they both, in my mind, and I, I know that I am objectively wrong because everyone in the U.S. observes these holidays, but in my mind, Thanksgiving is a conservative holiday and Christmas is a centrist slash neoliberal friendly holiday. Whoa. And, that, huh. and I am talking about my feelings. I am not talking about fact. I am so, I so believe the opposite is true. I feel like Christmas is the ultimate conservative holiday because it's the less secular one. And I think Thanksgiving is neoliberal because it is like secularly religious in a way. It's like all, it's essentially all the elements of a Christmas, but superficially taking God out of it. But when I think about like who defends them, I think, I think is the lens through, we, I'm, through which I'm seeing. Sam, what do you think? <laughs> I was reflecting back on that Burger King line again. Um, I, you, you still not know why you got that wrong? <laughs> I think, um, no, I think everything you're saying is making sense. I feel like... Which one of us? We're disagreeing. <laughs> this is so unfair. <laughs> Sam... I swear to God, I'm a smart person. I swear to God, I'm a smart person. <laughs> this is, this is your breakdown. It's just you saying, I swear to God, I'm a smart person. And then you break down completely. <laughs> this is so crazy. I think, I, think that, I think that people can be smart in different ways. Huh. <laughs> oh, my God. You know um, what people are like? Some people are emotionally intelligent and others are yeah. real intelligent. <laughs> um. Well, I think I switch back and forth on which holidays are like, I don't know, neoliberal or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like sometimes I'll be like, okay, Thanksgiving is the good holiday because it like no. isn't oh. about God and it like is like just yeah. about like getting together. At, That's like where well, I am. well, I guess the part that I don't like about Thanksgiving is uh, that it. Uh, puts forward the myth of the goodness of American history, right? Yeah. It, like, it just keeps saying, no, everything good, everything everything fine, everyone happy. Sure. <laughs> right. I do wish there could just be, like, a, you know, a, a more realistic rebrand. Like, I, I, don't, I like having, like, a day to be, like, today we're going to get together and treat it like it's a different day. Can I uh, make a suggestion about that? Yes, please. Straight up. Any weekend. Oh, my God. Julio, I love my weekends. Of course. I treat them like a holiday. But I want just a special day, you know? Uh I do want to say there is a way to sub... And not to get too serious. But before my family moved back to Greece when we were still living in... That's right. New Jersey. We would often have Thanksgiving. It would be our family, Greek immigrants, and uh, a friend of my parents whose family were all Indian immigrants. And so it was a table of all immigrants coming together celebrating some idea of Thanksgiving, but hopefully detached from all the toxic parts of it. What do you have to say about that? Um, I think that could have happened any day. Sure. But everyone has like work off. Like it's like, you know, it, like scheduling wise, like having a holiday helps, I feel. Yeah, maybe everyone... should have done it for Bastille Day. I mean, sure. If we want to scrap Thanksgiving and commit to Bastille Day, I'm down for that. I just want us all to pick a day. I want everyone to agree. I like the... (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay, wait, are we going to run through the holidays? Yeah, yes. Let's okay. Holidays. Let's, we can do like Kinsey scale one through six. One is heterosexual, six is homosexual. And then if you have like a little, a little reasoning behind it, that's okay too. If not, that's fine. Okay, and let's it, go. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, in the Kinsey scale, zero or one equals what? One is straight, six is gay. I thought zero was straight. Is that true? Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, yes, zero to six. So zero is straight. Zero is straight, six is gay. Got it. Okay, Christmas. Three. There's so much uh, costumery. I w- yeah, I would agree. I think a three. I think a three makes sense. Two. But but at the same time, I wouldn't call Christmas by. You know what I mean? I would call Christmas by and Polly. Great. Thanksgiving. <laughs> very straight. The straight as it can be. I would say Zero. Thanksgiving is very straight. Zero. Yeah. Mother's Day. Zero. Zero. Okay. I would say three because there's a feminine energy. Easter. <laughs> um, Zero. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I think Easter's, in terms of pageantry, coming back from the dead is pretty up there. I would say like a five or a six. Uh, yeah. And Fourth plus of it's July. all like the pastels. Fourth of July negative six yeah yeah yes correct agreed father's day that's a tough one daddy's mm, hot four zero okay. <laughs> halloween uh five agreed correct valentine's day Ugh. right in the middle three in the middle i would say like one I would actually say Valentine's Day is a zero. (laughs) (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. Zero. Zero. New Year's Eve. Three. Three or four. Uh, Labor Day. Right in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Three. Okay, that's all that they have on this um, on this Wikipedia. It seems wrong because I can think of other holidays off the top of my head. Well, how do they yeah, define the holiday? Right. Well, that's the thing. Then we get into like religious specific. You know, it's like what's Ramadan? I don't know enough about Ramadan, but me neither. Somewhere around Christmas, maybe. What if I randomly knew a lot about Ramadan? <laughs> <laughs> what if I, after that whole Burger King gaffe, I then ended, uh, fixed it all by knowing a ton about Ramadan? What I'll say about Ramadan and about Hanukkah and about holidays that last more than one day is I do think that's, generally, I think of that as gayer. That it that's lasts true. longer? Yeah. I, I think that's straighter. Really? Why? Uh... I, I think of things that drag on as, as straight. Straight, yeah. Yeah, well, but what about like, you know, RuPaul's career? It's a, it's a straight, straight energy. I guess that's true, yeah. Would you describe it as dragging on? <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't describe it as such, but go off. I think that I think that oh, George I thought you were making a joke that you the did drag make. pun. I know. Yes, yes. I'm. I'm. You guys, this is unfair. This is unfair. I. I. Wait. Why are you mad now? Yeah. It's okay. Well. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm miscommunicating over and over again, and um, it's jarring. Honestly, I feel a little um, in your, insane. And your 
you started the the podcast coming off of a frustration of miscommunication. So it seems like this pattern you should you should sit with this with this discomfort for a little bit. That's true. And try See, to think Julio, about now you are Julio, now you are exactly in the zone you were last time we recorded, where you're actually just <laughs> hurting Sam with your words. <laughs> no, I, ju- I just, you know, he is constantly miscommunicating or... or Constantly. Uh, unable to express himself. <laughs> he is constantly miscommunicating or unable to express or himself. Or unable to express. That's um, that is interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> just for <laughs> just for old time's sake, um, Julio, I'd love for you to just sort of uh, describe um, our pros and cons as podcast hosts. Uh, it's I actually don't remember doing this at all. Okay, so it's kind of a vision, kind of uh, blacked out. Your eyes rolled back in your head, and you decided to. Just you said of- I have to take them down a notch. <laughs> I uh, I think that there are. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of gray areas in in your guys's uh opinions about what this podcast should be. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I would love to hear more. It seems like there are a lot of blanks that that uh I think that maybe with time it doesn't have to be a uh a, a hard conversation, but uh uh different point of views are 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 the how do i put this there's a uh a negative space sure that, uh sure. that sometimes uh you often wander into and you're like what's this and then the question's not answered and then you move on okay <laughs> here's what i'll say about that yeah do you do you find i kind of think it's like fun to be um a little messy and a little um deconstructed uh and i think we sort of do that that gray stuff on purpose Uh um we because we like to be a little undefined because uh, we think it makes it interesting have you even heard of comme de garçon well i was gonna say there's uh uh, there's this like Project Runway esque show uh, that I'm. It's, I mean, it's neither here nor there. But one one of the one of the contestants kept pinning the dress as opposed to actually sewing it, and she sure. kept being Sounds genius. Uh, and she kept <laughs> being questioned about it, uh, and she she kept arguing that it was it was intentional, which. Uh, might be true or not but at the end of the day the the dress was still fabric pinned mm. uh, uh yeah so so that, that so that is uh my my counterpoint to you sam so your counterpoint is that though it may be on purpose it is not necessarily effective yes which is a uh, 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 an argument that i'm making not about the podcast but about your point in the abstract i'm lost <laughs> so you mentioned a negative space mm-hmm. do you think what's an example of a negative space that we get lost in maybe in this episode uh the whole idea of what the title means and how much it informs uh what the what the content of the podcast is also i might argue you are fishing for these 
you are <laughs> you are uh going going out of your way to put me in the position of the critic uh and i am i am huh. simply answering questions that uh well you certainly fit the part <laughs> yeah the shoe fits i i i i i i i, I celebrate this i'm i'm not a critic i i'm i'm celebrating it <laughs> well julio after that rousing analysis who would you say is less good at expressing themselves you or sam <laughs> sam <laughs> No, this is so messed up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be a buffer. I'm trying to be, you know, I'm, I'm doing the hard job, which is, yes. you know, bringing the the joy, the 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 energy. Um, you know, mm-hmm. without me, this all falls apart. I'm I'm the foil. Um, I'm, uh, and in that uh, sense, I say, you know, it's not a, a glamorous position, mm. and sometimes I look a fool. But uh, I I would argue that I <laughs> I do think now you're overthinking it. Oh, um, well, something about all that stuff. Okay, Julio, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I again, again, I I am concerned about the uh, I, I am concerned about your answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how how come? Well, there's there's just sort of a. Uh, it is concerning. Um, you know how if you if you were to be a teacher, right, and you get like a student that clearly didn't study and mm-hmm. it clearly just like phoned it in, <laughs> and then like another student tried oh really God. hard. <laughs> Wait, and this and, and just the analogy. It in? No, you're you not the one that's phoning it in. You're the one that's trying really hard and doesn't seem to. Again, because I, I, I still, I'm still concerned that you don't understand why Burger King was a wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worry that you think it was the wrong answer because I'm telling you it was the wrong answer, but critically, you don't understand why it was the wrong answer. <laughs> I was thinking specifically of the, you know, Burger King makes like chicken fries now, you know, like they're known for other we're, stuff. We're, we're still oh, going no. down the wrong and path. You are now defending yourself. <laughs> I did not know this was coming. I oh thought this was God. a bit. I did not know that this entire time you have felt slighted. <laughs> I do. I do. I and, and I will say, Julio, you are very much the teacher that, um, you know, a student makes one innocent mistake once and then you berate him for the entirety of the rest of the class. Yeah. Sure. It's like, it's like I, oh, I two plus that. two equals and then the student says five. And then for the rest of the 45 minutes of the class, you keep coming back to. And yeah, remember when Timmy said five? What the fuck was up with that? No, I would I would never be that confrontational. I would never use that language. Okay, great. I, I, w- no. I would, I would, I think if I were that math teacher, and I mean, what grade is this? Uh, what I'm going to say first grade. First. Okay, if I if if I was this first grade teacher, and I said two plus two, and Timmy said five, I would instead of saying no, it's four, I would be like, okay, everyone, close your books. Uh, we need to circle around Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> And unpacked what about his life led to uh, him answering this. And then we're going to try to see if Timmy understands. We're going to pose the question to Timmy again. And we're not right. going to leave the room until Timmy be- not not just says it's for. 
but believes it's for. <laughs> this is very oh much my God. the exact pedagogical outlook of like private schools in Brooklyn Heights that will be like, if someone thinks two plus two is five, you have to then dig deeper into finding out yes. why they think that based on their life experiences. For them, it could be that two plus two is five. Well, that is, that I think is an exaggeration on on that uh, train of thought. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize we were suddenly back on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always on the ground. No, wow, I'm this so is sorry. I exaggerated on this on this podcast based on only facts and logic. <laughs> oh my god! You know, here's what I will say. I remember leaving the last episode frustrated. Um, <laughs> But I remember thinking, you know, this will be a fun episode for people to listen to. And you right. don't, um, you, that is not your assessment. Well, you assessment. know, I didn't, I didn't finish. I didn't make my <laughs> point. Let him finish, Julio. <laughs> okay. Um, and my point is, um, this one, I am also frustrated, but um, I also feel worse. Wow. I feel like I come off worse. I feel, um, I feel, um, yeah, like genuinely, like I'm kind of having that thing of like, wait, what did I say? What was I thinking? You 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 ever do that? I I would say that uh, every single episode of your podcast shouldn't be a reinforcement of your personality, but it, it's interesting to see different shades of it. I just want to say, say I can't. <laughs> I can't tell how serious you're being, but I want you to know you have not said anything. Everyone is on the same. We are. This is good. This is good. <laughs> I, I think that you're still in your head about being uh, dragged on Twitter for erasing a fictional character's uh, presumed sexuality. sexuality. Honestly, you're right. I think that's what it is. They broke you down. And, now, and now this is like, you and know. And now you think you're on trial the whole time. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that it, it really is. That's what it is. You're interpreting, you know, Julio's friendly suggestion that you have no idea how to communicate or express yourself as somehow an attack. <laughs> You're so right. I'm being overly sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to fix that. <laughs> yeah. I'll put that on the list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, do you think we've unpacked holidays? I 100% <laughs> think we've unpacked holidays. Great. Julio, what's the uh, battery life on that computer like right 44%. now? 44%. Beautiful. We really, we really did it. I mean, honestly, I think we're ready maybe for a final segment. I think so, too. Um, Julio. I don't have one. So this segment's called Shout Outs, and we give a shout out to something that we like, um, sort of in the style of, dare I say, 2001 TRL Times Square, you're shouting out to your squad. Um and yeah, George, do you have? I one? can sure. Uh, what's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to Logical Frameworks. You know, you get a bad rap, and often I feel like we should always question you or interrogate you or kind of put you on your head. In fact, my entire career is a testament to that feeling. But after the last hour, I say, let's bring back Logical Frameworks. Let's talk in simple terms that have clear definitions, and maybe that is the only route to true social justice. Woo! 
Um, okay, I can go. Um, what's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to Samwise Gamgee. Um, you are um, a bisexual polyamorous king, and it was wrong of me to assume otherwise. I um, think you are the hottest hobbit by far. Um, part of me wants to um, have a Lord of the Rings wedding because I think it would be so funny and psychotic that I kind of have to do it. Come on, how funny would that be? And what's crazy is that my name is Sam, but actually I am the Frodo in my relationship, and I'm uh, and Misha is the Samwise, and that is just how it is. Um, XOXO to LOTR and all of Twitter. I love you. Woo! I want to say I actually I laughed when you said you wanted to have a Lord of the Rings wedding, but after thinking about it for all of thirty seconds, I think that is the best idea you've ever had. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say shout out to um, Sam's upcoming Lord of the Rings wedding. That great. That, uh, I I would I would be very very excited. But that is that is it just the two of you doing the costume? You or? you. I think Julio, you would have to come as an elf. Honestly, I could see that elf and in, in the um. Uh, who are the elves? Is that is that like Legolas? Hmm. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I'm coming as um, Professor McGonagall. No, I'd be so <laughs> pissed if you rolled up in a Harry Potter drag as at my Lord of the Rings themed wedding. That would be that would be like a storyline in the Real Housewives where it's like, yeah, I showed up as Professor McGonagall at her Lord of the Rings wedding. I'm gonna be a. Uh, 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 a madman, John John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be David as Pumpkin. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your Lord of the Rings wedding as a as a flapper because it's a, a general all, flapper, all tiny um, stuff. I'm gonna wear so the scream sad. mask. Um, Julio, uh, did um, do you did have that, a shout out, Julio, that, that you would like to? Vocalize. Normally we put like music under it, so if it goes for maybe thirty seconds, that's ideal. Um, just a little behind the scenes, um, if you want to do one, and also you. if you I literally don't want one. to, I'll do it again. Shout out to your Lord of the Rings wedding. <laughs> oh uh, my feel God. free to please score it with Lord of the Rings score. Uh, we the, will the segment. Uh, shout out! Shout out to uh, uh, the 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 person who is getting you married, who I hope is dressed as that like scary eye. Uh, mm, and and shout really out idea. and shout out to uh, you guys tossing the rings into the uh, <laughs> the eye instead of uh, uh, wearing them. That's okay. Uh, you already. This is a great wedding. This is a great wedding, and yeah, also maybe I, a little spooky storyline. <laughs> it truly is. I want to. I definitely want to plan it. Wow. Well, uh, well expect your invite in the mail. Um, I just want to say, Julio, you broke us apart and put us back together again, and for that we are so grateful. Uh, you, you, you asked for it, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're it. closing on victim blaming. <laughs> no, it's sort of like like you gave me a piece of pie, and then I was having the pie. I was right. eating the pie, and then you 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 were like, okay, no, but list precisely how you feel about the pie. Well, since sure. you, you since you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I lo- I'm loving the pie. Well, yeah. that's not what you were saying before, but right, okay. that's definitely a new. Before outlook. you were saying the pie had a lot of gray areas. Um, yeah, but... a lot of negative space. Neither of which I think sounds very appetizing for a pie. Yeah, and it was kind of un. Well, it was intentional but ineffective. Um, <laughs> pie, right? This actually sounds like a terrible pie. Just going off of your description. No, 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 no. It's wonderful. 
<laughs> well, um, thanks for doing the pod. Um, Thank you for having me. Maybe we'll put this one in the garbage too, and we can have you back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would gladly do it a third time. And you will. And, you and will. I will. And the third time, we are not allowed to stray from the topic one second. The no. topic will be Katy Perry, and you have to earnestly talk about her for an hour and a half. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Well. All right. Bye. Bye. But don't leave.